0: You are listening to Alpha Health and Wellness Radio. I am your host, Dr. Haley Schaff, and my goal is to empower you to become the alpha of your health. All right, you guys. So I have a very cool episode today. I have my husband, Nick, sitting next to me and I get so many questions from people that I'm working with, you know, how do I get my husband? How do I get my wife? How do I get my significant other? How do I get people I love on board with what I'm doing and, my and, you know, the lifestyle that they're trying to, to adopt? And, um, you know, I thought that this would be a really cool opportunity, you know, for Nick and I to reflect on where we have come because, you know, what, what we're going to do today is you're going to pretty much just listen to a conversation of Nick and I, reminiscing talking about where we started on our journey talking about where we're at where we're where we are now you know how I've gotten him to to be open to eating organ meats and to be open to doing things so kind of differently than we have learned in the past and we also have another guest Tala is sitting as close to me as humanly (laughs) possible on the couch so um welcome Tala the show is pretty much named and graphic after you so welcome i just got a kiss on the cheek for that so all right so nick from me. <laughs> nick welcome to alpha health and Wellness radio
1: big fan thanks for having me on <laughs>
0: so okay what i want to do today is i want to like share with you guys you know where <laughs> do you think they can hear her breathing i don't know <laughs> whatever we're not even editing that out um I want to talk about, you know, where we started because uh, to be totally transparent, Nick and I definitely, when we first met six yes. years ago, we, we did bond over fitness. Right. So like, it's not like one of us was coming from a perspective where we love to work out. We love to eat, you know, eat healthy. And the other one didn't. Um, I think that, you know, we both were kind of coming from that aspect where we were very much so into fitness. We loved working out. We were bonding over protein bars, which now neither of us would touch that protein bar that we were bonding over with a 10 foot pole because (laughs) the ingredients are horrible. But, um, but you know, like that's where we started and we just want to share, you know, where we were and, kind of how we've evolved because one, we understand that not everybody starts where we currently are at now. Like we look at where we're at now in terms of what we eat, what our lifestyle looks like. And it does look pretty different than it did, you know, when we, when we first met. And even as we were kind of together over the years and, you know, we thought that we were doing what was right. So let's kind of start Nick with where we were when we first met. Right. Like, so tell me like where you were at, like in your health journey. Um, I guess we'll just start there.
1: Yeah, for sure. So my health journey started, I guess when I was in eighth grade, I was a little bit overweight and I started doing kind of like P90X every single day. Uh, I followed that video routine that helped me get into shape. And I think I lost a little bit too much weight going into college. Um, I really wasn't focused on, you know, nutrition as much. I kind of ate, you know, not a lot of carbs or fat, just focused on getting in like protein. Um, obviously didn't know what that would do for my my personal health and weight and stuff like that so i did a lot of research and found out that you know you do need healthy fats um you do need proper protein and um you know if you were to eat carbs good carbs um and that kind of helped me get a little bit back on track so i guess when i was in eighth grade i was like 185 then cut down to like about a buck 50 and you know i'm about 205 right now and Um, I guess health and and fitness wise, it's easy to kind of say that quick story, but there was a lot that went into it, a ton of research, um, on my own, on my downtime and, uh, you know, things change. It it wasn't just, you know, one thing I, I constantly was learning and applying and, you know, dealt with trial and error. Some things worked for me, some things didn't. And, you know, it brought me to where I am today. And a lot of that is because of, you know, the recent knowledge, um, from that I've learned from you and, you know, things that I've been able to apply and switch up. It's, you know, it helped me, it's helped me feel really good every single day, day in and day out you know, solely because of, you know, what I'm putting in and on my body.
0: Well, thank you. But also tell me like what, what made you initially interested in, in fitness or health and in, in general. Right. So like, for me, you know, I came from, you know, a family where I, I watched my dad weight train every day in the, in our, in our work, in our gym. And, you know, like that was important for me and being an athlete, being strong and in shape is, is important for me. And so like, what, what was that, that catalyst, I guess, for you that made you want to, was it because you were a little overweight or.
1: You know, it it might've been, I don't know if there's a specific catalyst that comes to mind right off the bat. I've always been into sports. Um, you know, I'm a little bit better at golf, a little bit better at hockey, but I'd say I'm slightly above average in kind of anything. Like if you say. It's so annoying. If, if, like, hey, let's go play cricket. <laughs> so like, annoying. I could somehow be pretty decent at cricket not make a fool of myself. Um, but I don't know. I've I've always, you know, s- since about, you know, eighth, ninth grade, when I first started getting into working out a little bit, like I, I've, I've always just liked that drive, like, I know I was talking from, uh, you know, Sarah from the gym at uh, at uh, Chosen and, you know, I've been performing pretty good in in CrossFit workouts that we've been doing. And, you know, I I said it's I I don't know why or how I'm so good at doing the wads and stuff like that. I I, I think it's (laughs) I think it's because of just like kind of that athlete mentality that I've kind of had, I guess. Uh, I mean, I don't know. It's so hard to say, but. You know, putting a, a number to a time and, you know, give it all I can, you know, when I'm performing that workout. But that, that is totally off topic. But, you know, th- there wasn't really any catalyst. I just kind of started working out and starting started to watch like what I what I ate. And yeah. you know, here I am. So,
0: OK, so let's rewind it and let's take it back to where we both where we both were. Yeah. Um, I have to give you guys, like, a current update in time right now. Rush is sitting on next lap. Tala is plastered up against me. She's leaning so hard up against me. I can't... Like, you can't make this stuff up. Honestly, like, check... You can't. She have moved now, of course, because Rush moved. Um, We are just giving you the real the real of what is happening as we are recording this. Typically when I record, I'm at my standing desk, so I'm not usually like sitting down because Rush would definitely come and want to sit on my lap if I was sitting and then Tala would get pissed and she'd want to play with him and that would all be happening as I'm trying to speak. So that's happening in current time, especially because Nick and I are here together. Um, Okay, let's break down for the people. Let's kind of show them like where we both were what we were doing like when we first met. So I remember when I, when we met, I was really big into weight training and I was really like pushing big numbers in the gym because I wanted to be super strong for softball. And, um, you know, and I was always very into diet and nutrition. And I remember my roommate and I shout out jazz. Um, we were really like wanting to just continue to dial in more, 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 more. So then when Nick and I met, he's like, Oh, do you know what macros are? And I was like, no, I don't know what macros are. And I remember it was like, Oh, if it fits your macros. Right. So if you hit these macros based on this calculator that we're going to fill out online, if you hit that, you will hit whatever goal you want. Right. So like, I remember one time me and Jazzy, my roommate were so low on our carbs. Oh. And Nick's like, Oh, I'll be right over. I've got pop tarts. Like (laughs) that's, that's like where we kind of started with that. I mean, and, and I remember like going to, you know, uh, like Nick's room, he had like the gainer shakes and like all of those kind of things and like you really you know we were trying to eat healthy as much as we could in the dining hall um but you know if it fit we could have other things and just from my perspective i cannot tell you how inc- how shitty i felt like i felt horrible one if you were to look at a picture of what i looked like during that time versus now I'm a 120% different person, um, for so many reasons. But I mean, do you remember that? Like, do you, do you remember?
1: Yeah, for sure. What, when it was just a craze or when you were doing it or both? Yeah. Like when
0: I re- well, obviously when it was a craze and then when we were both doing it, I, I don't remember doing the crazy flexible, whatever part for too long because I just realized I didn't feel that great. Um, but I think that that's just so crazy to see, like, that's kind of where we started. Right. So then as we kind of transitioned from, we started there, you know, and we were then, you know, we continued to kind of evolve and, you know, I had graduated, I was graduating, um, the following year and then Nick graduated the year after me. And, you know, I'm getting into chiropractic school and I'm like, uh, like, let me just see, you know, if, if I don't even want to count macro. So during that time, like both Nick and I totally were, um, we're, I mean, we're counting them um, pretty much consistently for almost like two to three years.
1: Yeah, I remember my fitness pal is what I use, and I think I don't know if I was more like happy to hit my macros or seeing like the streak that I had. I know, because um, it was like, oh, congratulations, you've logged in this many days in a row. What was that? No idea. This many days in a row, um, and I think I, I hit like two years straight or something like that every single day. Um, you know, it, I, I've always said that, you know, if I, if I were to do, if it fits your macros, it can help like lean me out. But I felt so bad. I felt so bad about, you know, just internally I was fatigued, didn't have any energy, almost like dreaded working out like towards the end of that streak. And it's, it, you know, what? once we took that completely out of the picture, focused on training hard and just implementing Nutritious whole meals. It was such a game changer. I, I can't speak on behalf as to how much that that's helped me.
0: Yeah, and what's what's even crazy is there's even like small. Now that I'm thinking about this out loud, you know, there's even small little changes that had happened within then Right. So like, okay, we kind of got away from macros, but like we are still kind of eating pretty similar to to how the macro base was in our macro. Yeah, it
1: wasn't a flick of the switch.
0: No, like our macro split was probably you know it was very high protein. I'd say it was higher carb and moderate fat, like low fat. Right. So that's, you know, the standard, if you're going to, if people track their macros, that's typically what, what they get tracked. Right. Or, Or that's the typical breakdown. And so although we weren't tracking, that's pretty much how our meals were. Like we always had a starchy carb, you know, like rice or potato or bread or, you know, but then at that point, we're kind of learning, oh, Ezekiel bread's kind of better than this type of bread, even though it's got the same macros, it makes me feel better. So we add that in, you know, at that time, I remember we were doing like the P28 stuff, like they had a bread and they had a wrap and, you know, it's not the worst thing in the world. But when I do look at the ingredients, it's like, eh, it's really not that great. Um, but so, you know, during this time, we're still kind of eating very similar things, you know, we're eating every few hours, right? Because like, if I was to go to, to school, I would pack food essentially so that i could eat something like every class which my classes were like every two hours (laughs) so i was you know so in that mindset where like i we we both kind of felt that way where like we have to eat every few hours um or else we're gonna lose our gains you know like we couldn't go that time period like if we were out shopping or something like i always had a protein bar in our my purse for both of us um i would get hangry Ooh, i would get hangry Yeah. yeah And I mean, and that was not just like a here and there thing. It's like if it had been more than a few hours since I had eaten, or like we were waiting to go to dinner, or whatever. I mean, that was a pretty frequent emotion for me. And as you guys have known, if There's you watch,
1: not a fun emotion to deal with.
0: Either. No, it's not. <laughs> and if you if you listen to the show, you know the hangers not normal hangers. Essentially, signs of issues with insulin and you know although i was a fine body weight i've never in my life really been overweight i've been more i'd say the year that nick and i met the year that i started the if it fits your macros that was the heaviest i probably ever been i think i was like 155-160 i'm about 5'9" 5'10" and i comfortably sit at like 135 to 140 that's what i i just feel really good there um and, and I don't really ever weigh myself. We don't even have a scale in our house. Like the only reason Nick knows what he weighs right now is because he weighed himself when we were just on vacation.
1: And that was the first time in like probably over a year. Yeah. So we I that, thought I was like 190 pounds and I guess I'm 205 now.
0: Yeah. So we, we don't really go off of that at all. Like so much of it's, how it's we, not, it's not a great
1: tool measurement.
0: No. I mean, I think it's, it's helpful it help, if you yeah. need, if you have like 50 plus pounds to lose, but like if you're constantly obsessing over it, it's just not worth it. Right. Um, where was I just going with that? Um, I needed to eat every few hours. I was hangry. Oh, so yeah, if you listen to this podcast, you know, like that's issues with insulin. And although I've never really been overweight, like there's so many people in like the bodybuilding space or kind of just like the fitness realm that I, you know, that I deal with and that Nick and I are both there that like, aren't quite metabolically flexible. And Nick and I say this all the time. We are such different place right now in terms of how metabolically flexible we are, how we aren't constantly thinking about, oh my God, we're leaving the house for three hours. We need to pack this, this, and this. It's like, okay, no, like we just make sure we really fuel ourselves. Um, And we are more fat adapted now so that, you know, we're not, we don't eat keto. We still eat carbs. Um, I think that one big change that we've made as of recent as we seasonally, right. So we're not eating the same foods all year. We're not eating fruits and berries and these like higher carb foods that you typically would get in spring and summer. We haven't been eating that in the winter. We eat more, you know, if we eat carb, yeah, we eat what's available. So it's more like, uh, rooted vegetables. So beets, carrots, um, those types of things on top of, you know, our protein and the things that we get like butcher box and local meat, um, pasteurized eggs, that kind of thing. And, um, for me, I guess this channel this, this transition kind of came, you know, as, as I just, as we both continue to learn. Right. So like I was obviously learning things in both my nutrition program and chiropractic school. I was learning things. Um, I do a lot of outside research, um, a lot. And so I'm constantly reading and l- researching and listening to podcasts. And so as I'm doing all this and we're now at this point living together, we're like, okay, I, I don't quite exactly know where the shift came, but like over time we just continued like to be on the same page to the fact where it's like, okay, you know, we obviously want to do great things in the gym like, that's something that we both have bonded over since we started dating and now that we're married. Um, but like we understand that there's so much more to health and fitness than just what we see in the mirror. Um, you know, obviously it's great when you look in the mirror and you can like look great for your significant other, for yourself. Um, that's a great thing, right? But like, that's not really our primary goal. And, um,
1: yeah, I, I think going back about the fat adaptive thing, just a quick story. Oh, yeah. Like when we h- hiked that one high peak, I don't think we ate anything up until like three o'clock at night and that or three o'clock. No, in the no, afternoon. no. It was
0: when we got to the summit cause we started super oh, yeah, early yeah, yeah. and we weren't hungry. And he's like, Still past noon. That yeah. Was crazy. And I was like, are you hungry? And he's like, I could keep going. Cause like at that point we were just like, we wanted to s- get to the summit and we didn't. Yeah. Like we never in our entire, I never could have done that. Like I needed to eat before a workout. I needed to eat my post-workout shake right after the workout. I was so regimented with that that I had no flexibility in terms of like either mentally or like physically to be able to, to be able to do that.
1: But yeah, go, going back off of what you were just talking about goals change. I mean, when I first started, I wanted to lose weight, and then I wanted to get shredded, and then I wanted to get my deadlift over 500 pounds, <laughs> um, which I did. And then a bunch of other things, and my goals changed. And as, they I think, I think, as, yeah, as they should. As they As of recently, like, I, I think it, we haven't come to a conclusion because our, our journey is forever, but I, like my main goal right now, as should everyone's, is is longevity and health is an investment. And, you know, however, you know, serious you take it is, you know, what you're going to get out of it. And, you know, that, that came from continuous education, um, doing research by myself and learning, you know, what's going to work best for me. Like I said, trial and error, and a big part of you as well. So,
0: yeah. And I think, you know, within this time that we're kind of slowly making these transitions to like optimal health, I think this is kind of like around the time, um, that maybe my mom was diagnosed with cancer for the first time. And we're like, Oh, wow. Like, you know, fitness is, and stuff is super important, but like optimal health and everything is also super, super, super important. So I think that was kind of the start. Um, and you know, as you know, we would just make better choices. We would try to look at ingredients. We would try to make better swaps. Right. So we were starting small. Like then at that point, I still had things in my diet that that are not in my diet anymore right like i had supplements that that had artificial sugars and um, things that, that that were definitely a okay thing at that point. But as I've continued to learn, like what's in our products, um, like I look at what I used to buy at Trader Joe's. Right. And I used to think that it was a better option, but it's like the granola was filled with absolute sugar. Like so many of the things that I was buying was filled with vegetable oil. And it's like, okay, we thought we were doing a better thing. Then I learned something and then it's, and then it's just another transition. Right. And, and I think an important thing to note with that is throughout this journey, especially as we've kind of more added better things in and kind of just not had the things that we used to in like I hate the word like cutting out because that sounds restrictive but like I mean Nick and I are both sitting here and like I can sit here and speak very confidently that I don't feel I'm restricting myself of anything. I love the foods that we eat. I I feel amazing. Um I and and so much of you know our goals is like I and I tell Nick this all the time like I I want, we both want to be here for a long time. Right. And like w- these, these chronic diseases that come up, they don't start when you're four, 50, 60 years old, they start in your twenties and thirties. So, okay. We, Nick and I want to be here together for a long time. Why would we not start to continue make, you know, m- pivot our health journey in a way where we're pivoting it to optimal health, optimal healing, you know, adding certain things in, um, eating seasonally, eating a little bit, um, you know, more whole foods. And we really don't have a huge pantry at all. Like the only thing in our pantry really is it's nuts and seeds. Um, not butter, dark chocolate, dark chocolate. You know, we don't have a huge pantry, uh, of, of things because so much of what we eat comes out of the refrigerator. Um, and so, you know, for me, I think that this is, that's the most important thing. Um, and I think that if you're somewhere, someone sitting there, you know, and you understand this importance, but like maybe your husband or, your wife or your significant other, your loved one, your children, whatever. They don't quite understand that. I think it's just, it's really important to open up this dialogue, right? Because like Nick would, I remember he would like be eating something. I'm like, Hey, like, I really don't, I really wish you wouldn't do that because it's got this, this and this in, and he'd be like, well, why? And he's not being an ass to, to, to test me, which sometimes I'd be like, well, why don't you just trust me? I would act like I would appreciate, I now appreciate it because he wants to be educated on like, why? I was recommending that we change certain things. And I think that because we're on the same page, we don't want to get cancer. We don't want to get diabetes. We don't want to get these long-term chronic diseases. We understand that they start now, these changes, right? So um, how do you feel about that?
1: Oh, totally. And I I think making the transition from what we, I guess, if it fits your macros to where we are now, again, I can't reiterate anymore that, it, it took baby steps. Like, yeah. It took change. It took adjustments. It took trust of the information that you read on what's healthy for you. Um,
0: I remember and, what you were so nervous that you were going to, your body composition was going to change. Like, cause you, cause we weren't counting, you weren't counting anymore. Oh yeah,
1: yeah. Yeah. There's, there's a huge mental block there for anyone that's in that same boat. But, um, you know, I'm at a point right now where I feel like, I'm. I guess the most athletic that I've been ever, um, from working out and putting the right things, you know, in my stomach. But, uh, I guess, uh, go back to the point where, you know, you said like getting, you know, your significant other on board. Um, I think the biggest thing is like, they, like you hear health or you hear this is better for you and you're like, Oh my God, this is going to taste like raw broccoli or whatever. Like, yeah, it's, it's crazy what you can do with whole foods, and make it good. Like, I guess the last four meals were uh, we had taco bowls tonight. Lettuce
0: wrap tacos.
1: I didn't have the lettuce wrap. I just ate it in a bowl. She did. But either way, it's still good. We had steak and veggies. We had a stew. Like, I eat that, and I'm and I'm full for a long time. It's It tastes hearty. It's all great ingredients, and it's good for you, and it's going to help you get to your goal, too. So, I mean, like I said, the transition might be hard, but it's so worth it. And you can make it, you know, absolutely whatever you want. Yeah. I'm so creative with it. No,
0: you can. And I think that that's the biggest thing. And people are like, well, I don't want to restrict myself. And like I had mentioned earlier, I don't feel like I'm restricting myself. I, I, cause I'm not like I'm eating foods that I just thoroughly enjoy and that make me feel good. Right. So, like, yeah, yeah, we went on our honeymoon. You, we had some alcoholic drinks, we, we ate some dessert, we had some things that we don't normally do. Is that an occasion? that's a special occasion. That's not an every week and every day occasion. And for us, like we find, we find healthy swaps. And I think that that's the most important thing is it's, it's important to find healthy alternatives to the things that you enjoy so that you can still enjoy life. Right. So I'll sometimes make paleo cookies with like almond flour and grass fed butter and, you know, maple syrup. And you know, they're super good. You don't need to eat a lot of them because they're not overly, there's not a ton of sugar in them. So they're not, easy to over consume, you know, we'll do, we, we find just things that we kind of like that we enjoy and we find better ways to be able to enjoy them so that that way you're, you can still enjoy things, but you're not doing it at the cost of, you know, either feeling like crap or continuously um, insulting your body with these harmful foods. For
1: sure. And again, I'll say it, I'd be lying if I said it wasn't hard at first. And yeah. you know, that transition, like I said, took a while, but here we are and it's so worth it.
0: Yeah. I remember cause you like when I, when I think back to like what our meals kind of consisted of, like so much of it was, you know, rice based and you know, rice isn't bad and we have it on occasion, you know, once in a while here, but it's not by any means an everyday. I mean, not even in every week, maybe once or twice a month we'll make some, um, but I remember Nick's like, I feel like I need the rice because that's what I need to feel full. And I'm like, Well, it's kind of just like empty. Um, how about we add some like more vegetables and more protein and I'll cook in butter or I'll cook in tallow instead. And he's like, Oh, like this actually is fine. Like tonight we were gonna make it with the 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 ground beef taco and the veggies and like you didn't need it, right? Like you did you feel fine. Oh yeah, I
1: told you too that I was gonna I was gonna make rice and then I'm like I don't, I'm not really in the mood, <laughs> like one to make it cause it takes longer, but, um, yeah, I was fine without it. I just ate uh, a bunch of beef, um, sauteed peppers and onions. We made guac we threw on there, cheese, and we ate how long ago and I'm still super full. Two hours.
0: Yeah. Like an hour and a half. Yeah. Almost two yeah, hours. Whatever. But, um, so. yeah. So I think that's important. So let's talk a little bit about like how you, I guess, specifically felt when, you know, let's say for instance, this summer, okay, I'm pretty much getting all of our produce at the farmer's market. I'm not really going to Wegmans in the grocery store as much. Like how, how did you feel about that? Because like, we couldn't eat the same things all the time, right? Like there wasn't always spinach in there. There wasn't always berries. There wasn't always whatever. And in the winter, I'm not buying organic berries because they're, expensive they're like they're 10 like bucks. bucks at Wegmans. yeah it doesn't make any sense that's a rip-off right so I told I, I I'm like I'm just not doing it so how did you feel I guess like because we, we were eating different things we couldn't eat all the same things all the time and I was constantly bringing home different things I'm like let's just try this let's try this you know how did you how did you feel about that
1: I'll give myself some credit I feel like I'm pretty easy when you it are. comes to whatever because like if you were to cook like I'll I'll eat whatever's there. Um, I mean, it it was different. I mean, going back when you know like oh we needed I needed this much chicken or I needed this much uh, ground beef and this much carbs and this much fat like, I, like it, being in that rhythm really helped me out. But again, like I didn't feel great doing it. So once things changed, you know, I had to be flexible almost, unless you wanted to just eat the meal yourself and I made something else, but that's never happened before. Cause I've always eaten. Right. I, I don't really know. Cause it, it was kind of easier for me. I don't know how to answer that. I guess. Yeah, no, I,
0: you are pretty, you're such a good, such a good husband. You'll literally eat whatever I make. And, and that's great because honestly, if he didn't, I'd be like, well, you can make your own food because I'm not cooking separately. Um, but you know, he, and I think that that's good because he's like, oh, this is really good. And you know, we, a lot of times
1: there are some things that I don't like that I'll be honest with you.
0: You know, I know you tell yeah. me, um, and then I just eat more of it and that's fine. But, um, I think, you know one, I'm lucky that you kind of are open to eating this, but if your significant other, your loved one is not, I think it's important to kind of be open for you guys to have a dialogue and conversation about why it's maybe important for you to eat these things, how you guys can compromise on eating certain things. Because I know that when I started adding organs in and I was like all gung ho, like we're going to eat liver, we're making heart, like let's do this. You, you know, I make bone broth and Nick doesn't really drink it. Um, I don't think it's cause he doesn't like it. I just think that I'm I, lazy. <laughs> it, it's not even that you're lazy. I just like I don't think it's because you don't like it, but you know we no, do. I, I
1: do like it. Like, I, I, know. I bought it at Core Life before. I know.
0: I, I said because it, it's not because you don't like oh, it. Oh, okay. Um, but you know, I guess this is this was interesting because I get a lot of people now that I now that we organ meets that are like my family. Well, ours totally against it. Like, okay, so I think there's some important things when you're. When you're when we're talking about organ meats, the only reason that it's taboo is because we as a society have made it taboo. We have no issue eating like the skin off the meat. We have no issue eating. I mean, it's still it's just it's just another part of the animal. We've just made it weird, right?
1: Yeah, but at the same time, we don't like as much as you would think eat organ meat. Like we do like liver. It was hard for me to kind of get past it, and it still is for like beef. Liver. beef liver stronger chicken liver you like you mix you, you blend it with stuff it's not like all right here's your chicken liver and brussels sprouts it's right like right you know it's mixed with like ground beef and we made it into like the beef one like, and made it into a burger right where you put the spices in and then it literally doesn't even taste like you can't even taste anything it cuts right everything out so right. like we're, we're flexible is how do we how we make it right and we don't like we you don't, said we don't eat it every day no, i try no. to
0: eat liver once a week um you know heart i try to eat you know low-key
1: heart is actually pretty good
0: it tastes just like steak it's very good um i do eat bone, bone broth every day like right now i'm eating i'm do. i have a liver pate so i've been having liver the past few days but like in terms of like prepping an actual organ ourselves um i just ordered some more we're actually out right now but yeah w- i'm not saying that we eat it all day every day i try to eat liver once a week if i can get it more great i try to eat heart i try to definitely do bone marrow and uh bone broth bone um, marrow is really good too. bone marrow is amazing and so i think that when i when i first kind of confronted you and was like i really want to start adding these in and i remember you're like why? And I was like, okay, hear me out. I get that this is weird, but like, this is why and presenting you with like how much nutrient density is packed into this. And if you guys want to learn more about organ meats, you definitely have to check out the episode that I did with Ashley Van Houten. Um, I'll tell you guys what episode that is because that was an excellent episode. She is the, she is one of my good friends. She, um, we're good friends on Instagram. That's episode 18. We talk all about organ meats, um, muscles, uh, protein, all that kind of stuff. So definitely check out episode number 18, but her cookbook is amazing. It's really, uh, it's a great tool that I use kind of when I was starting this journey because I was very intimidated to kind of cook with these things and like handling a liver. Like I've done that in like gross anatomy lab, but like I haven't handled the liver I'm actually going to eat. Um, so that was new to me. Right. So but i find th- these health these health things and these little hacks and these ways that we can make ourselves better i feel like i'm re- always really excited about learning like stuff like this because it's just continuous continued ways that nick and i can just be healthier and be better and like i've gotten my family to eat um, organ meats and you know my dad will just kind of make it for himself now which is really cool because I know that for a while when my mom was still around he was making it a lot for her because he understood the benefit but I'm really proud that he's still continuing to do that but anyways yeah, um, I
1: think it'd be a lot harder to get into organ meats if there wasn't such a nutritional benefit behind it You know, I,
0: I would not be as excited about eating liver but I'm telling you guys you actually feel I feel a difference. Like I feel like an energy buzz because they're so high in B vitamins. It's like the most bioavailable source of B vitamins you can get. Um, not that it's like keeping me up at night by any means, but like, I, I, I love the way that I feel. I love the nutrient density that these foods have. So for me, that's, that's a pretty much the whole reason I wanted to get into this. I don't want to get into it because it's weird and nobody's doing it. And for the, for the attention I could get on Instagram like that. No, like people, I always get a ton of questions and stuff, but that I do it because I want everyone to understand how good it is for you. So when I kind of told Nick that I was like, I'm not going to just cook straight up liver. Like we're going to find ways to mix it in. We're going to, we're going to find ways to make it palatable. And I think that that was easier.
1: Yeah. I, I mean, right off the bat, didn't we just do the the beef liver and like grill it or something like that? I'm pretty sure we did, and we we worked it to a way again, learning baby steps, yeah. figuring out for yourself how to work that in with you know, I guess quote unquote normal meat um, yeah, for it to be more palatable and you know implement it in our in our diet again, not every day, but you know once a week, maybe once every other week for me, you eat yeah. it definitely more, but again, I understand the nutritional benefit behind it, and you know know how much it's going to benefit me therefore you know it's going to be my diet yeah definitely
0: and I think another cool like transition especially when I'm thinking for your health journey is like thinking about um like your products that you use like your your beard oil and your deodorant and your soap and your lotion and all those kind of things because so many people are like my husband or my boyfriend doesn't like the smell of natural deodorant and that totally was you oh yeah like you could not find one that you liked, but we finally found one Primally Pure. The charcoal one is the winner. Um, I use that one as well. But Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I always use, I don't even remember what I use for body wash. Probably just Old Spice everything. Uh, probably. I, I can't even remember. But uh, I think you, you worked in the the Beauty Counter Bar, charcoal yeah. bar at first. It was body wash um i use the same hair products as you yep just yeah we use just like the, the beauty counter
0: the, shampoo and conditioner it's it, like very it's in the shower yeah it's, it's super general there. but i like it like both of our hair is super healthy
1: yeah the the face scrub um for the shower i gotta get a little bit more of um ashley norman's uh face pads yep. those have been very helpful yep. and uh yeah the deodorant i, I use deodorant going back old spice just because it like glided like under my armpit hair. Yeah. I don't, I don't know what it was. And I put the charcoal one on. I think there was one before that that we The use, native. Native. And that sucked. Yeah, you didn't Sorry, like that. I, that that's <laughs> terrible. I'll still never <laughs> use it. But, yeah, the primarily Pure one, um, it was different because it didn't just like glide on. Like it was like. Right. I, I don't know. The texture was different. Well, it's because it doesn't um, have crappy chemicals. Right. It, it's exactly why. And. It doesn't have, like, a strong scent, but, like, I don't smell. It's That's weird. the point. You don't
0: need to have something that smells. You just don't want to smell. Right. And I
1: don't. Right. And it, it works. And it's weird because, like, I've... Like, days that I've had off, like, Friday I'll put it on and then work out and then shower and then do that. And then, like, Saturday I wouldn't shower until, like, mid-morning yeah. until after we work out and I still didn't smell. It's yeah, weird. Yeah. It's
0: amazing because it actually works. Um, So, yeah. That will be in the show notes if you guys want to check that one out, you can use code Haley at checkout. Um, it's one of my faves, but, um, okay. Tell, let's quick circle back to kind of like the diet where we're at now, how we're, you know, if you were to look at our physique, probably like how we look now versus then, I honestly think that we both look better now. Um, that's just my opinion. I think I know that I'm healthier. I don't have bloating. I don't have acne. I have, um, healthy hormones and oh the acne
1: that's probably one of the biggest ones. oh
0: yeah for you because you used oh, yeah. to have acne i used to have
1: volcanoes on my forehead <laughs> i did pick at them like i'm not gonna lie but um yeah i don't know what it was i think it's just because i cleared everything bad out and i like haven't had any acne at all it's no been, your skin been has weird. been amazing like, I've, I've had to go into meetings like even as recent as like a year ago i'm like oh my god like what's on my forehead like i'm 25 years old at the time like where did this come from i shouldn't be having this And now I don't have like anything. It's weird.
0: Yeah, no, his skin does look amazing. So, so there's so many things. Like if you were to look at us, you'd be like, okay, you know, not totally much change. I personally think we look better now. Um, but so much on the inside has changed and tell me or share, share what you were sharing with me at dinner about like your performance. So Nick had obviously mentioned like that he, he performs, it pisses me off so much how good he performs in like the Metcons, he crushes everybody it's so annoying. We we were working out the other day together. I'm like, I'm going to crush this. And he's like rounds ahead of me. I'm like, this is so annoying. Um, so he's like, we're very good endurance wise. Like I feel very energized, empowered within my workouts. And I think that with us kind of coming from like a bodybuilding quote unquote background, you know, so much of that is you have to have carbs to feel your performance. And You know, we are not by any means zero carbs. Like most of the carbs that we eat come from fruit, rooted vegetables, um, regular vegetables. You know, sometimes we'll have certain things like organic potatoes or Ezekiel bread or whatnot. But I'd say for the most part, most of what we eat is fat and protein, you know, with with those carbs scattered. in, I would I couldn't even guess the number of carbs because it changes on the day for me, depending on where I'm at, my cycle, what I'm feeling, whatever. Um, Moral of the story. It, we challenged so much of what we thought we had to do right like that you have to eat high carb to be able to perform well and it's like well I almost feel like we're performing better now like I can get up fasted go run five miles not even think about it and then have a super fueling meal and not even bat an eye whereas before I would have crashed at mile two because I would have been hypoglycemic like I wouldn't have been able to push through.
1: Yeah, I mean I haven't run in a while, and you're gassing me up a lot on those workouts. Like I'm not, I'm not gonna be in the CrossFit games. No, I, I know, do,
0: but you're, but you are, you, you won't give yourself the credit that you deserve. You are really fun to watch.
1: Um, but going back to your point in like endurance and stuff like that, I guess I don't know. I've been fluctuating the past two years in regards to tr- like CrossFit training, Olympic lifting, and bodybuilding, but. Um, as of recently because I kind of switched back before back and forth between all of them uh, performing in regards to like workouts of the day and like hitting a specific number in a like short period of time like I feel like I have the endurance that I did at the beginning of the workout like towards the end I'm gonna be gassed as soon as I stop like yeah. I, no no doubt I'm gonna be very tired but I feel like I have that endurance for more of the, the workout and I think what I mentioned at dinner was, yeah. I play in beer league hockey um, every Wednesday night, and I guess even like last year when I was eating more carbs, and the year before, like and you weren't metabol
0: you were not as metabolically flexible.
1: No, totally not. But now eating like primarily protein and fat, and you know I still have carbs, obviously, but definitely not as much as I used to. Um, Like I I have the same endurance in the first period as I as I do in the third, which is the of three. What you um, were saying, and, and you, you didn't? You, usually I didn't. No, I was absolutely gassed, but I felt like I was skating just as hard. And like I set my watch uh, a week or two ago just to see because I've never known how many calories you know you burn during one of those or during a game. And it was like 1600 or wow. something crazy like that 14 or 1600. I can't remember, but still, it I, I mean, it's I credit a lot of that to you know what we eat.
0: Definitely, like I definitely can attribute the same same type of feeling. Like I, I don't feel fatigued. I feel like I have plenty of energy in every single workout. Um, and I feel like in those harder endurance workouts, I feel like I do have that extra fuel to kind of push through. Right. Cause when you're fat adapted, like fat is a much more longer burning fuel. So, um, I think, and, and, you know, like I've talked about metabolic flexibility is so important for so many different reasons because you have the ability to both use carbs and fat for fuel, which most people don't like most people have struggle losing weight. They feel like they need to eat all the time because they're just primarily sugar and carb burners. And that used to be Nick and I, um it's not anymore you know we've made a lot of we've made so many different changes with our lifestyle
1: trial and error
0: yeah with our lifestyle and our diet and our supplements and you know so much of mainly what we do is whole food like i really so much of what we do is whole food um you know i mean we could get into kind of the whole lifestyle piece but we have like healthy circadian rhythms like nick used to and could be a night owl but now like We go to bed, you know, a few hours after it gets dark, we wake up at about, you know, like an hour or so before the sun comes up. Like, and that's like an everyday thing for us. And like, they used to totally not be the case. And so I, I, we, it's fun because I've been able to, as, as we've kind of like really upped our health game, it's been really cool to see the progress that we've made. Um, but do you have any last things you want to say?
1: No, trust the process, I think. Um, you know, if, if you're on your game in regards to fitness, health, and nutrition, and your significant other isn't, just be patient with them. Um, I think you're patient, like, especially with kind of the, the more recent introductions of, you know, kind of how we eat. Um, I think that you got to stay committed. Commitment and consistency is going to be key in kind of anything that you do but especially health and again, health is an investment, you know, what you put into it is what you're going to get out of it. You know, if, if Haley suggests something and, um, you know, you kind of do it, you know, once a week or, and it's something that should be done every single day, you know, you're only going to get that much out of it. So, um, you know, not saying make the complete 180 switch, you know, wherever you are to, you know, what, you know, you suggest, but, uh, you know, what we've found is that it's, it's paid off in kind of every aspect of our life and uh, super obviously grateful for you, but especially all of your knowledge and, you know, how it's helped me in general too.
0: Oh, well, you're always tooting my own horn. So I so appreciate it. Um I'm so happy that you were, that we were able to have this conversation and I'm just so like, Nick and I are, it's so funny. We're always talking about, we love, we love talking about this stuff. So it was really cool that we were able to record press record and share it with you guys because I think that I, I, or at least I hope that this is helpful. You know, I think that it's really cool for us to personally reflect on where we were and where we're at now. Like we didn't become like, I look at what we in our lifestyle and I'm like, we are so much more elite now than we were. And you know, the, that journey was a necessity and you know, um, your, your journey will always be evolving and hope, and it should be right. Like ours is always evolving. We're always finding new things that we can add in and be better and, and yours should as well. So hopefully this was helpful for you guys. Um, and I just want to say, thank you guys so much for listening. I'd love to hear your feedback on our conversation. And if you'd like to hear any more from Nick, he's got, uh, we've got lots we could probably talk about. So, so I will definitely have to have him back on the show. We just had to cut out a segment because <laughs> Rush stepped on my computer and I have no idea what he did. So yeah, you got you got the real kind of little, I wish this was video recorded, but Nick, Nick, Nick took pictures though. So this is literally a, a look into our life. This is what we talk about. This is what how crazy our animals are and how they're so involved in what we need to do all the time. Um, And
1: then literally as soon as we're done with the podcast Tala is passed out on her back And Rush is Way over there also passed out
0: Yeah so that's our life But we wouldn't change it for the world Um, Thank you guys so much for being here Thank you for listening If you enjoyed today's episode just please leave a review That's all we ask Thank you so much share with a friend Um, And we will see you guys next week